Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Back at it again with the Prefer Not to Say podcast. As always, this episode is a special one, like every other mm-hmm. episode. This show is just special. I hope everybody mm-hmm. realizes that by now, because <laughs> I'm going to keep saying every episode special. Uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. this episode is called um, Means Above and Below, and this is the personal finance episode. Yeah, because we give advice. And Sometimes. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, I don't know, it seemed appropriate considering like the money troubles people have been experiencing. Mm-hmm. Or at least the Wait, troubles they didn't foresee when a lockdown yeah. happens. Yeah. So yeah, um it's uh yeah, it's definitely interesting to see, you know, people out of work and trying to collect unemployment, whether they are they are collecting it or not collecting it, or you know, if you're fu- or if you got fired or not. Mm-hmm. Um this definitely shows I wouldn't say shows I bet people are going to definitely try to be figure out any way they can to be more prepared in case something like this happens again or at the very least more self-sufficient yeah or just better with money in general and not reliant on uh, on uh, living that whole paycheck to paycheck life yeah it's not fun Mm mm-hmm I mean, I was I was one of those people who's fortunate enough to have a, like a lot of money come in from various things when the lockdown happened, which I I still my mind is blown on how that happened. Mm. I guess it just worked out that way. I mean, it was mainly like the stimulus. It's like that wasn't absolutely necessary for me, but you know, wasn't it like stimulus, tax return, all that? It was like all clumped un- up inside un- like a two or three months. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like two like or two, three, three month uh, window. No, no, it, it wasn't even two three month window. It was literally like within a couple weeks. I got a bunch of stuff all at once. <laughs> And it was like, oh, I'm ahead now. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, you know, I got the CARES Act thing, which was making me like a lot of money. You know, extra 600 mm-hmm. a week was really nice. And then it ended on the fourth week. And I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> got a taste. Um, oh, man. I mean, it really just sort of enhanced the things drive. on my end. Well, not even just the drive. I mean, it definitely pushed me to want to like get this going full time because getting paid and not being at a nine to five was really nice mm. from the comfort of my own home. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, um, well, it's like, you know, I know how to handle money. That's mm-hmm. really what it was. And it was like, this sort of just sort of like boosted things and like put me ahead at a, at, at, to an extent where I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm pretty good on most things for a while, which I know for everybody, that's not true. I mean, there's places where it's like, you know, you got that stimulus and that was maybe it. That was maybe your mortgage payment. That might be your rent payment. Mm-hmm. If not, if not only like three quarters of it or depending on where you are, if you're like in California, $1,200 didn't mean anything. Yeah. $1,200. Like <laughs> that's New my York. utilities. So. <laughs> or New York. It's like, oh, this is like half my rent. Mm-hmm. Or if you're here, you live in the sticks and that covers your expenses for like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of an eye opener, you know. You know, seeing how people responded to all that change. Yeah, it I also kind of exposed, like, you know, jobs really aren't paying enough. No, nowhere <laughs> near enough. I've <laughs> been saying this forever. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this has been the consensus for a lot of mm-hmm. jobs for a while, but it was like, you know, that whole attitude of like, you know, when the first humans came around, they're like, yeah, you should be good. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's all what it is. So first off, it came late. Second, the fuck? <laughs> all these bills? Like, come on now. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Everybody's just kind of got to, like, figure out their way of uh, maintaining their way of life. Or maybe they have to ad- adjust their their way of life, you know, to a more realistic standard. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is part of it. You know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's always interesting seeing, you know, families who live paycheck to paycheck. But it's like, you have a good job. What's going on? And then you see their expenses and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it now. You're just not smart when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. X amount of several thousand dollars taking the family out to eat all the goddamn time. Like, okay. People, you know, people who go out to eat all the time, you know, mm-hmm. actually that was one of the things I was going to bring up. Food is one of the most interesting things because there are people who literally will spend all their money on it. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, every once in a while, maybe get something nice, but you know, I can't just eat my money like that. Mm-mm. I have no problem eating basic. Yeah, it's not bad. And, and people are like, People are afraid of the monotony of it, but like the, you can have such a wide, wide palette, you know, living dirt fucking cheap. Oh, it's also I the, should know. I've done it for years. <laughs> well, there's also <laughs> the people are lazy. They just don't want to cook or don't mm. want to learn to cook if they don't know how to cook. Because, mm. you know, I think one of the biggest things and obviously it's this isn't descriptive of everybody, but I, you know, it's really easy to debunk the whole, oh, eating healthy is expensive because. I've done the research like from a financial standpoint and a health standpoint. And it's like, you just got to know what to eat. You also got to know like what to buy in bulk. And it's like, your main thing is you got to buy a bunch of raw materials. And that's the thing, you know, Mm. people don't want to, you know, do all the work that is involved, but also you have to realize it isn't copious amounts of fruits and vegetables. That's what makes you healthy. Cause everybody wants to be like, Oh, eat fresh, healthy and organic. It's like, yeah, of course it's expensive because you're trying to buy like, (laughs) you're trying to shop at the whole foods every fucking day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or or like the organic marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you know, beans I was are raised, cheap. I was Rice and beans are cheap, yo. <laughs> I know how much that shit goes for off the farm. Like, it it does not need to be that expensive, <laughs> right? No say, fucking way. Rice, near rice it. and beans is cheap, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. funny. The cheapest and most basic stuff is almost the most versatile. Most of the time, you can do all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff with it. If if, if, if flavor is an issue, just buy a bunch of seasonings. Mm-hmm. nothing wrong with seasonings yeah it's just you know but there's people who go out to eat all the time and it's like okay you don't need to go to a restaurant every other day. every goddamn day yeah or eat, uh, or, eat or, <laughs> or eat fast food three times a day that is mind-blowing like when i was when i was uh, a few years back uh the one one of the one of the couple times where i lived alone because that's generally what i'm like it's weird when I live alone, I'm the most health conscious, but when I, when I was living alone, all I was eating all the goddamn time was like rice and chicken and like really lean shit, simple stuff, you know, grilling like veggies and shit. And I'm like, this is, this is, this is, this is it. Like, I was never like, man, I'm fucking, I'm sick of this. I'm over having this meal. I was like this, this every day. This is fantastic. This is delicious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, Man, freshly cooked food all the time stuff. and it's tasty. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that just goes along with the things like the biggest piece of advice I can give ever give to anybody is get over yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't hold on to those kinds of things. Like, you know, if you got to be boring for a little while, if it means bettering your situation, tough it out and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah, or it's a, or it's a thing where it's like it's like oh we're all gonna die eventually life's too short might as well spend it up while you can <laughs> or <laughs> oh you can't take it with you no but like you can do something long lasting with it yeah like you know maybe maybe put some maybe invest in something start a business mm. 
maybe yeah, just extend like, your life by another 30 fucking years <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man those people always throw me for a loop like I, I shouldn't really be one to talk obviously because i'm overweight but i'm working on it now but like those people who are like oh man i don't want to deny myself all these pleasures and shit and i'm like uh dog do, do like you, you can still have those just don't have the whole so fucking much of cake <laughs> <laughs> eat it piece by piece over the week mm-hmm yeah, that's yeah. also that's also such a uh, it's almost a weird arrogance thing where people like you know spend money like well I work hard I deserve this and it's like you deserve to dig yourself in a hole that you might not be able to get back out of. Mm-hmm. Like, I never understood it. I've always lived like I've always had this rationale. I don't mean to interrupt, but I've always had this rationale. It's like anytime I, I wanted to be like I deserve having such and such thing. Even if I truly felt like I deserved to have this, I would always make a cut somewhere else so that I could make sense out of having it. So, so I could justify it, you know. Anytime, right. like, for example, a new video game comes out, and I'm like, man, I really fucking want that. Well, I can't just buy everything that comes out. I have to make a cut somewhere for it, you know. And that's why I kind of live like a dirt cheap life. <laughs> you know, you can afford the luxuries you really want. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, well, all right, well. Man, I could get this or I could get some new shirts and I'm like, I don't really care what my fucking clothes look like. You know, right. I've had this shirt, this shirt, the shirt I'm wearing. I know nobody at home can see it, but like James, you can attest. See this little spot right here. The S you can see this whole shirt was a fucking Deadpool piece of artwork. It said chimichangas and tacos. It is just a gray <laughs> shirt now. I've had it that long. <laughs> just worn out completely. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... I'm extremely cheap. I mean, me, if I spend money, it's generally on music, movies, or equipment. Yeah, something that has a purpose. Yeah, but it's also stuff that has resale value. Hmm. That's one of my big things. It's like, I want something to show for it. If I fall on hard times due to some weird, bizarre event out of my control, I got plenty Hmm. of things. I'm like, all right, eBay, let's go. (laughs) Run it. Let me get some of this back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's I, uh, yeah, that's it, it's that's my mentality. It's like I'd rather have something that has like almost it almost builds your equi- equity up. Mm, I don't like personal the, belongings. Um, I also don't like the uh, the experience mentality. You know, where oh people my are like, god, don't even get me started on that. It doesn't matter. It's the experiences that matter. Spend this and go somewhere somewhere and do this. And it's like, do you genuinely want to do that, or are you doing that because you saw one of them shitty little fucking posters floating around on Facebook that said, "Ah, oh, the experience goes so and so. It costs X amount of dollars." You know, like you can make plenty of experiences on the fucking low. Like it doesn't have to cost you money. You can still I, I save just have, and enjoy life. I have such a big problem with the experience thing, mainly because if you account for all the time you really have, why not? use a little bit of free time to put yourself in a position to where you don't need to take a vacation like create the life that you want that you don't need a vacation from or create build yourself a career that involves travel Mm. like i don't like going places just to go places just i don't get that like going places with a purpose or like in tandem with something else like it's like oh i'm going here for business but i can take a couple days and go do this honestly I mean, what else? What is really out there that you have to experience like face to face? So you can't just watch on something. Yeah, that or like something that you can't wait for. You know, I, I'm I'm 27 years old now and I have yet to go on a genuine vacation. You know, I've got friends who've been like, I've I've been overseas. I've been to Europe. I've done this, that and the other thing. And I'm like, that's cool and all. But like right now, I'm just trying to like live cheap, 
handle my shit. Maybe 15, 20 years from now, I'll ball out of control and see the world. But like, I, that's that's way above my means right now. Well, I think I think it's like it, society's like kind of conditioned themselves to you know, you know, oh, it's important you know to get experiences. Like, okay, why are we why are we saying this? Why are we constantly pounding that into the, the young minds? Why don't yeah. we teach them? Hey, hustle, get yourself to a point where you don't have to worry about anything, then go travel. Yeah, I feel like it's a destructive message that gets beaten into everybody's heads. You know, it's like you have to you're young, use your youth, go explore the world, do all these things. It's like if you do all of that before you're like 30, 35, you know, and then you come home to settle down, like what else do you have to live for now? Like if you've if you've gone and done all that and you don't really have any more dreams that need to be achieved, then like you're basically just existing till you die after you've gone and done that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, and this isn't to knock anybody who travels, but you know, Mm. I think, you know, like travel junkies, I think for some people it's a true addiction. (laughs) Anything pleasurable is an addiction. Well, I've noticed there, there are people who don't care if it puts them in the red zone financially, they'll do Mm. it regardless. And that, that's where it gets concerning. If you're, if you're, dig, if you're creating debt to do it, then it's a goddamn problem. You know? Yeah. The, to me, the person who has whatever thing that they like to do and they're like, oh, I had to take out a loan to do whatever. That's to me, like from my point of view, that's no different than like a drug addict. You know, somebody's selling I, I their I last no one's taking out personal like, loans to go on vacations. That's just <laughs> that's kind of scary. It's only credit, man. What are they going to do? <laughs> uh, the repo <laughs> man is real. He's not the boogeyman. They'll come and take your shit. <laughs> man, you know, it's uh, I also hate the. Um, like, I'm I'm you know, I come from family. We never went on vacations. Mm. I'm very glad for that. Same, but for different because, reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a little, your reasons, your reasons are a little different than mine. Um, but uh, no, there's always that excuse, like you know, there's those parents that feel like they're obligated to like do these frivolous things to give their kids what they never had, and it's like we need to flip that mentality. Hey, how about you teach them? Here's how you go get the things I never had. Then hey, here's mm. the things handed to you. And you have no sense of responsibility because it was given to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd want yeah. to create opportunities, not just hand somebody the world on a silver platter. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, or just teaching kids about money in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, parents are, I've, I've come across people who are just really weird about that when it comes to kids. It's like, you know, every all, everybody our age is like, man, why didn't they teach us how to pay taxes in high school? <laughs> you know, why didn't they teach us how to do this and this in school? I'm like, yeah, should have been taught at home. I think part of the reason I live so cheap is that I was taught the value of a dollar at a really young age. And I don't mean to say this in a, to like imply like, oh, my, my parents taught me some worldly lesson. It's really not like that. They were just extremely like poor. <laughs> but... <laughs> They're like, oh, you want such and such thing? Well, you should sell some of the stuff you have so you have the money to buy such and such thing. So I was I was a kid out on the street in front of my house, you know, like with a like a mini garage sale, trying to sell my fucking toys, yo. 
that's a crackhead mentality. I'm sorry, but right. that's crackhead. That's drug. That's right. drug addict mentality. Like right. sell the things to feed your addiction. Right. And so like that's that's <laughs> it was a bad experience for me. And so that's what I learned from that. I was like this. I was like, hey, this sucks. I don't want to have to give up my shit just to have like another thing that I want or anything like that. And also, I was like, where's the support? You can like have a better idea. For this. <laughs> it's not go work for you. Go work for money. No, sell mm-hmm. your stuff. Like, right. wait, what? <laughs> to the point where yeah. it's like you never really have anything. You're selling one thing to get the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's always mind blowing. Or it's like, you know, it's funny how people will make really good money. And then when you break Whoa. down their expense, no, when you break down their expenses, like that thing that you shared where it was that the people who made really good money and then it was like you saw their expenses and they paid like thirty thousand dollars on food every year or something like that oh it was <laughs> this there's okay this it had to have been like made up or some shit but like people were swearing by it i just i just shared it because i was like this is an interesting way to look at it and why like people <laughs> who are middle class are always broke and but anyways it was like they made x amount of money i think it was like triple digit or no not triple st- Six digits, triple digits. They're really broke. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was like a six-digit income for a household. And they were saying some shit like, yeah, we spend $24,000 a year on like groceries or going out to eat. And I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. What was their mortgage on their million-dollar home or wherever? Yeah, as a a mortgage on a million-dollar house was like, you don't need that. Stop it. And then 24,000, get some fucking help. Where are you shopping? Are you eating gold? <laughs> Probably. There's I've, some places that serve gold. <laughs> I've lived my entire life, like for years, on like an income less than that. That's everything. That's food, shelter, clothing, entertainment. Like, how the fuck are you spending that on food? That's the wildest excess, thing. Then. The wildest thing is when people try to defend it. They're like, oh, well, you don't know how expensive it is buying stuff for a family of whatever. And I'm like, $24,000? That's an entry-level wage like at a factory. How are you spending all of that? If that's the case, then all these people who have all these kids that are like on the poor end or the poorer end of the spectrum, it's like they should have negative dollars available for anything outside of food. It should be like, we can afford food, but not a house. (laughs) (laughs) We can afford to eat. What else? We can afford to eat. (laughs) $24,000? This isn't to like denigrate anybody who's like been at that level. Because like I've lived in a fucking homeless shelter, not as an adult, but as a kid. Yeah, that sucks moving past it. But (laughs) no, it's it's like like you said, they're shopping at the Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Breakfast, lunch and dinner at the Whole Foods. All the all the really expensive, probably all brand name stuff too, and mm-hmm. that's that's just, why that's like just wild. Not to knock any sneakerheads out there or anything like that, but that's why I always see people with like these hundred, two hundred dollars shoes like walking around on the pavement, and I'm like, why? That's so <laughs> right. much money to just be dragging across the ground. <laughs> or people with like the col- shoe collections, like that's mm-hmm. I stay away from that. Plus, people get killed over shoes too. That's just mm-hmm. that's just another reason I'm I stay away from the shoe thing. Yeah, it's, you know, or like when people, uh, oh, or you, you buy things because they're on sale, not because you need it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got this much for this much. You didn't save money. You just bought more <clears> stuff. That mentality is destructive, too. Oh, it's, it's normally $1,000, but I bought it for 500 so I saved 500 No, you spent $500. Like, I mean, that's a marginally, it's like, 
I, I I'm talking about more of like the bundled deals. Like buy two get this free. Oh yeah, okay. Or, yeah. or you buy a pair of jeans, you get another pair, fifty uh, percent off. <laughs> okay, you didn't save money. You just bought another pair of jeans. You probably you might have needed. Mm-hmm. If your intention was buying two pairs of jeans, cool. Then then kudos. But if you went th- went in there with the mentality of I need one pair of jeans, and they sold you on the second one. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense that there's stores who have those weird policies where you have to buy that amount to get it, get the discount. But like if you go to Meyer, when it says this much for this much, that's how much the individual cost is cheaper. So just buy one mm-hmm. or like buying a bunch of stuff to have options. That's something I never understood either. I minimize my the older I get, the more I minimize my options. Like my wardrobe just diminishes all the time because I'm like, I don't need to wear X amount of types of clothes. I mean, you saw it the other day. I literally got rid of two bags of shit. You threw shit. away like four bags of trash or or not trash belongings Old that stuff. you just were getting getting rid of. Yeah, I was like, it could have been like. I looked at some of it and I was like, yeah, I could probably donate this, but who's trying to wear some raggedy ass covered in holes? Because that's how long I had it. Oh, like, it got thrown out anyway. Like you take yeah. it those places, they throw that out. Was, oh, well, this thing's got a hole the size of a fucking silver dollar in it. Why are you trying to give this to us? You're right. My mistake. I'll throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I just keep, you know. I just keep things very minimal with certain things, it's like aside from like the things I collect. But even then, it's, you know. It, it's it's within reason, given my interests. <clears throat> mm hmm. Yeah, you know, and also like I said, it has resale value. You know, your money should uh, your money should really amount to something. You know, what do you have to show for it? Yeah. That's a good point. I think the only thing that I could say that I collect is like comic books. I don't really collect a lot of anything <clears throat> else. You know, a, a, the vast majority of the media I consume is digital. You know, I still have a couple retro things chilling in the closet. But I'll always have those. And <laughs> you'd be surprised how fast you can fucking flip one of those. But like, yeah, the comics, you know, I buy them when they're like two bucks a pop. You know, you never know. X amount of years down the line, they could be worth something more. But. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's also. A, you know, a lot of people don't really like look at their finances in a way where it's like, yeah, I, I think people need to start itemize, itemizing their expenses more. Hmm. Cause it's really easy to get in that trap of like, you know, you're just sort of spending money without realizing it. You're like, well, my bills are paid. It doesn't really matter as long as I got money in my account. Mm. Cause yeah, I don't know. I'm very particular. Like, you know, I definitely like to catalog like, okay, what am I spending? Where is it going? I just create a, basically a rudimentary budget. You know, I'm like, this is <clears throat> this is my income. These are my bills. This is what I'd like to save. This is what I'm trying to do with this money. And then this is discretionary spending, you know? Right. I think the one thing that uh, blows my mind is uh, people who lease cars. I've never understood it. My sister did it, and I still to this day don't understand it. Well, the the one thing that always I, I just just like <clears throat> always I found interesting was when people were like, oh, yeah, I, li- I like to get a new car every few years. Like you like having a payment for the rest of your life? Not me. I'm not. No about thanks. That. Like no, no, no. Thank you. It's just. <laughs> it's like I, I'm really big on ownership, though. Like if I don't own it, then it's not worth having. 
I'm trying to have this thing paid off and I'm trying to hold on to it for 20 years past that. <laughs> right. Well, it's also, it's the thing. It's like, you know, it's like, I've never financed a car and I don't plan to. Cause I'm not I trying to pay that once out of necessity. <laughs> and, uh, and you, and you learned from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're going to hold on to that as long as you can. Yeah. Cause that's just a fucking trap. Oh my God. <laughs> well, also just like Fuck car insurance interest. in general. Yeah, that too. Like, you know, how how fast could you pay out could you have paid it for your car if you didn't have to pay the full coverage insurance? Like the first two years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, super fucking insurance. That is a that is a huge goddamn trap. Also the fact that they force you to get full coverage yep. if you finance a car, it's like man. <laughs> it's like they no really thanks. have your uh really have your beanbag in a ring ringer when they do that. It's fantastic. Also, I find car people fascinating. Just the amounts of money they spend on their cars. I'm like, man, that is amazing. Yeah, guess, but kudos could, to you. They could still flip them though. They could just they could just well, sell the yeah, damn car. Yeah, they could. I'm just saying it's like the continuous spending they do, where it's mm-hmm. like you know, it's kind of like almost like owning cars. Like it's like if you own a nice car and you keep it up, it's like having a waterfall. It's like money is yeah. constantly being poured into it. So that uh that car meet I was at. I was asking people about like because I was trying to learn more about like the the uh, atmosphere, I guess the uh, the the rationale behind the uh, the car guy lifestyle, and even amongst them, they were like, "Yeah, a lot of the stuff is kind of like pointless. It's it's like excessive. It wastes money. Not like very few people do it." But like, tell me about uh, one of these guys who owns a car that has like the stanced out tires and how because all that weights on that like one point of the tire that one angle it wears through the tires really fucking fast and he was like yeah dude only gets like 400 miles out of a set of tires and i was like what the actual fuck whoa (laughs) he was like yeah that's dumb we don't do that (laughs) (laughs) man that is so when you see those tires that are like basically sitting like horizontal like fucking uh like like the 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 rotors on the helipatters or the helicarrier or whatever it's like that shit is extremely expensive and very few people actually do that good i couldn't imagine buying tires like every few weeks (laughs) amongst amongst the car community they're like yeah that's not like something that everybody tries to do that's like hella expensive and like that's really weird if you have dumb amounts of money to throw around oh man yeah that's that's not to like mean that environment there's the it was still a good time there's all all types of good individuals over there learned a bit about cars saw some pretty sick ones yeah i could imagine like buying tires all the time so those those definitely are cheap (laughs) uh not at all that's like a tank of gas my car is about 400 miles Man, Imagine I was having over to get, here. get tires every time you had to get gas mm-hmm. again. And I'm over here like, yeah, man, I do pretty good getting like 280, <laughs> 400 shit. Dep- d- depending on what kind of driving I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, really amazing, though. Um, businesses. Why are businesses in danger of closing all the time? Like, why are normal people expected to have six months worth of expenses saved up? But a business is like, 
we can't that's, survive. That's that hypocritical shit I'll never get, you know. They're like, oh, well, you need to plan for these these things. You need to have X amount of months of money stored up. So, like, first off, ain't nobody getting paid well enough to have that much money stored up for contingencies like this, at least not at the lower end of the spectrum. You know, people are just barely surviving. But then you flip the script and you put it on them. It's like, oh, shit got shut down for a few months. X amount of businesses are, are out, of, out, of, out of work forever, closing, you know, X amount of large corporations are like slashing like 80% of our employees. It's like, oh, you mean to tell me you don't have a few months worth of money stored up to like maintain operations at, at that level. So hmm, who should really follow that advice? Man, you, you, you don't have anybody up top <clears throat> who can take a you know, pay cut real quick. <laughs> right. Well, this, this multi-billion dollar company needs to fucking, you know, tighten that uh, tighten that belt up, <laughs> pull itself up by its bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think there's also like a really weird generational thing that kind of like ruined perception of when it comes to finances. Like I saw this one article that said uh, the baby boomers built their dream houses and now they're not selling. Yeah, they built mm-hmm. oversized houses for no reason other than excess and now no one mm-hmm. wants them. They're also overpriced. Yeah, that that's that's another thing. Everybody overvalues their own shit. You know, it's like, oh, this this is worth X amount of thousands of dollars. Why? Because it's a good house. Well, nobody wants it but you. So is it really? I that don't. Good? Any, anybody who's still sell, who's trying to sell cars for from the nineties for over three to four thousand dollars, kick rocks. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Like, uh, trying to sell a twenty thirty year old car for thirty six hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> No thanks. <laughs> this is a '94, nothing special. Yeah, you mean like three thousand for it? How about you pay me to take it off your hands? <laughs> right. I don't want that shit. It's vintage. Now, some, now somebody's like '78 Bronco. Now that's different. <laughs> I think certain certain cars from certain time periods, obviously, there is value to it, given mm. the given the way you know cars are made at a certain time period. Mm-hmm. But when you got certain cars and they're just like, yeah, this old beater, I want this much for it. For what? <laughs> oh, I it's overvalue a- in general is just a problem where people are like, I want this much for this. For what? Yeah. You really think it's, you know, like the people who want to get their money back from something about it's like, dude, things drop. It depreci- it, it as soon as you touched it. As soon as you touched it, it depreciated in value. You know, it's, it's the same with like brand new cars off the lot. You drive it off the lot. It's thousands of dollars depreciated right there. You know, so like somebody's like, I bought this 10 years ago for like three grand. Now I'm trying to sell it for three grand. Okay, well, what did you do to it? Did it just exist and experience wear and tear? You know, did you put thousands of dollars of work into it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's 500 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hit hit him with the the Loch Ness Monster. You bought Tree Fitty. (laughs) Yeah, there was actually actually note there's a great line in the new Count Basie album where he says, um, I think if they uh I'm paraphrasing, but I think it was like if they taught you about money in school, no one would take a loan out to go to college. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, because uh well there's two sides of this. It's amazing how an entire generation got duped into the whole college scam. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, college in general, you know, uh, this isn't an education, but the business of college is nonsense. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's easier to get, you know, six figures of debt to go to school, but most, you know, younger people can't get a business loan for like 10 to $20,000. Mm hmm. 
Like, that is amazing. It's because they don't want you to have something of your own. They want you to be mindless cogs in their machines. Well, also, I, I but I also simultaneously hate the excuse of uh, where people were like, I was only 18. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, <laughs> you don't read contracts. <laughs> I'm sorry. You took on that debt. I was, I, no sympathy. Honestly. It's like, you know, I think it it goes to show how, uh you know, people aren't as smart as they think they are. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I graduated college. Yeah, you weren't smart enough to realize that you're going to be in debt for the rest of your life. <laughs> to be fair, it is a little predatory, you know. But <clears throat> that's 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 part of the whole problem, is it, or well, part of the overarching problem, and why it's predatory is because everybody believes it's the only way out. But people also have that give that experience excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had the real college experience. So you were in a room with a bunch of people you don't care for. That's the college experience. I don't know. I just find that, you know, it's like we said before, it's like that college, that's a weird safety net between like being on your own and your parents. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's still a comfort zone. And then once you graduate, you're like, damn, this is really, we're really doing this now. (laughs) I have to actually do something. That always kills me. The people who are, who go to school to avoid like work. That yeah. shit always blew my mind. It's like, hmm, I'm 18. I could get a job, start, you know, living on my own, or I could just go to school. I think I'm going to go to school. Yeah, no, what's wild is uh, I'll listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast, mm-hmm. and it is wild the things you hear and how people like ruin their finances and just the things they say. And he just literally is just like, you're an idiot. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff I'm hearing, and I'm just like, what? Like there was somebody who said they had like dozens of credit cards or something like that. I forgot what it was, but there's this one point where he literally his eyes just like shot open. Like, I'm sorry, what? There's this one situation, though, that just really bothered me because it's like, OK, you're you're really not doing what you need to do. And it was this uh, I think it was this mom. She was a mom of three. And I think she uh, I don't know. She just got divorced or she was she was a single mom. And uh she said she had an opportunity to get a decent job that paid like $60,000 a year or something like that. But she she would rather, she wanted to homeschool her kids and be with her kids all the time. And then he asked the ages. Because I'm assuming it's like, oh, she's probably got toddlers. This makes sense. No, one of the kids was 13. <laughs> I was like, and, and, and it just, it, it wasn't too far spread younger than that. It was like 13, nine and or 10 and like eight or something like that. And I was like, so you're out here struggling. You'd rather have your kids struggle just so you can spend all the time with them. <sighs> yet, yet knowing you can get a job that pays pretty decently. I, I want to homeschool them. Send them to school. They need the social experience anyways. <laughs> that and I don't think they're not going to look back if things get bad. Like, well, at least mom was always around. Mm. Fucking A. There, there's a bunch of other ones too, but then, but then, the, but then you hear the the success stories of people who are like, "Oh yeah, I did this, this, and this," and I'm like, "Man, you are the example people should follow." Honestly, if you have financial trouble, just buy a couple of Dave Ramsey books. He lit- mm-hmm. literally, he just lays out. He's like, "Do this, this, and this, and then just be consistent, and you'll be good." I think the major point to make is that like nobody's really going to have all the answers for you, and it's always going to be a learning experience. But you have to be like open to it. Constantly you know. educating yourself. Mm-hmm. 
You can never be at that point where you're like, I know everything. And what I say is, is law. This is, this is the only accurate way. And this is, this is the best way possible to live your life. There's always room to improve on stuff. Always room to, you know, fix your budget, fix your spending habits. You know, there's always a way to improve upon yourself, develop your value. I also, (laughs) what it'll probably come again, but I hate the phrase. It works for me. (laughs) Mainly because it's used to justify nonsense. Like there are things that are objectively not going to work regardless (laughs) if it works for you. This is not what you should be doing, especially when it comes to finances. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's really interesting to see. Well, it's also kind of a, you know, I'm realizing as more and more people go back to work, no one's getting any sort of like incentive after the fact. We're all just sort of going back to the same old thing. Mm. I mean, what's going to, are we going to try to have another, you know, you know, labor protest that just turns into a game of, Oh, Hey, how long can most of you guys go without health insurance? Right. How long can most of you go without the income that this was providing? At what point, (laughs) at what point are the serfs forced to go back into the fields? Like, ha ha, we got you. I mean, but Hey, you know what? There's always options. Like you always say, Feet picks. Feet picks. Feet picks. Start a OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Start a podcast. Start a something. <laughs> start, yeah, start a something. You start know, a mul- something. Multiple man. streams of income. That's where it's at. Try to figure I, out all the ways to hustle. I legit don't care if you're one of those people who like takes those those pretty rocks, wraps them in wire, and sells those. I don't give a fuck. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep telling Jeremy to flip pop toys for a living. He won't do it this, for some reason. <laughs> this dude, this dude can flip pop toys and hasn't made a career out of it yet. I, <laughs> Jeremy, you frustrate me. <laughs> we still love you though. <laughs> like, yeah, when he was talking about how much he made selling them one time, like the time we were helping him move, I was like, come on now. You, I don't know how you're doing it, but you're a salesman. Sell that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, or or figure out services to provide. Just do something. Mm. You have something available to you. You have some value. You just need to know how to capitalize on it. And sometimes it takes a lot of introspective, like uh, some 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 time alone to just look into yourself, see what you have, see what you like, see what other people like about you. Yeah. You can always market that. Well, rambling aside, I think it's about time to start wrapping up. You know, yes, I hope sir. in the future someone cuts together a reel of all the times we talk about how everyone should sell feet pics. You know, like those compilation videos you mm-hmm. see like, oh, every time this person said this in a movie, it's like feet every picks, t- feet pics, feet pics, feet pics. <laughs> Someone's going to do that as a result of this podcast. And they're going to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was you guys who inspired me. We'll be like, it works. Hell yeah. See? There, there's your content. Splice it up, make it, mix it, master it, sell that shit. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be funny. Like you know, we're <laughs> we're gonna be known as the <laughs> the feet bit guys. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like we're not even into that. <laughs> we're not into it, but we encourage it so much. <laughs> it sells though. It's just what mm. are you willing to do to get yourself, you know, fi- give yourself financial freedom. Mm. Forget what society thinks. Just sell, take pictures of them feet. <clears throat> At the end of the day, man, when you go to when you when you lay your head down, go to sleep. The only thing that you have to be okay with is yourself. So yeah. 
absolutely fuck whatever other people are saying. If you can, if you can do something to better your situation, you should do it. Yeah. Unless it's crime. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no crime. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the show for today. Mm-hmm. You know, as always, follow us on all the things. Stay tuned for more episodes. Cause I-, I like the shorter format because we get to make mm-hmm. more and put out more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As always, as I like to say, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace.